This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome everyone to Hans Shot First. I'm Jeff, joined as usual by Scott and Alex. Say hello. Hello. Hey. This week we're talking about Solo, a Star Wars story. I have a very good feeling about this. You know, it's it's a good thing they, they put the a Star Wars story tag on there. Otherwise I had no idea what this was about. Mm-hmm. Uh, this came out in 2018. Directed by Ron Howard and other people. We'll talk, maybe we'll talk a little bit about that later on. Mm-hmm. Uh, written by Jonathan Kasdan, Lawrence Kasdan, and the other people who got fired. And uh, <laughs> starring Eldon Ehrenreich, Woody Harrelson, Amelia Clark, and others. This is our the latest Star Wars movie to be released. Mm-hmm. Um, controversial, Hopefully the last, maybe? but probably not. I don't know. Um, oh, yeah, also, writing credits go George Lucas based on the characters. All right. Oh, Donald Ooh. Glover. Got to get him in there. It's oh, hell yeah. One of the few bright spots. Uh, um, yeah, I heard about I heard about his maneuver in the Battle of Taneb. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we kind of all nominated this. So I saw this in the theater. Um, you guys did not, right? Correct. Did not. So that goes to show you that we guys didn't even see a Star, Star Wars movie in the movie theater. So there's a little bit of going on. Um, I did yep. not enjoy it. Uh, more to say about it. <laughs> yeah, you're, you... you're right on, Jeff, about the... No, no, no real interest in going out of my way to see in the movie theaters. Yeah. So now that it's on Netflix, Alex and Scott... I've watched it, and since we've done every other Star Wars movie, let's get this one done. I mean, I can't say that it's any worse than some of the prequels or Last Jedi or anything, but it's pretty bad. We'll get into that. Um, Disagree. Yeah, I'm sure you will. A lot of people do, so my opinions are my own. Uh, As we said at the onset, uh, this movie had uh, production problems. They had the Lord and Miller, and they fired them because they didn't fold their socks correctly or whatever bullshit was coming <laughs> on the internet. Yeah, um, they wore bro- socks with they, sandals on they, set. One, they they put the the toilet paper roll facing the other way. <laughs> yeah, um, they brought in Ron Howard. Did whatever he could. I mean, I don't know if I can blame him for this. I don't know what's going. And on. by proxy, Clint Howard. <laughs> That's yeah. true. Uh, supposedly he reshot a lot of it too, not just finishing them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, uh, yeah, so let's get into it. Uh, this week we are not going to do a crossover list. I think with most of the Star Wars movies, we just do a straight 10 items. So each of us are going to talk about 10 things that we like or disliked and we'll get into it. Um, uh, Scott, you go first. We'll sandwich. I think we're going to sandwich Alex in between you. And me <laughs> All right. <laughs> Woo. So... This is something. It's a hand that, sandwich. Whoa! Or Han, depending Hans, on if you're Lando or not. Han's sandwich. <laughs> I'm your white Jedi. So, uh, something I noticed early on 
<laughs> it's just a weird design choice. Um, it's not something I, I am angry about, but it just left me kind of baffled that they thought this was good. Uh, and that would be Lady Proxima. Because <laughs> she looks like a giant dildo. I, am I the only one that thought that? I can't no. be the only one that thought that. I did not think she was a dildo. I think she looked terrible. And her... looked, like a, looked like a giant like anthropomorphic what? penis with, with tiny arms. Yes, but that's why I thought she looked cool. <laughs> she, like, like Jeff said, she looked terrible. But also, because I've seen some of the uh, concept art for her, and it was not that. The thing they settled on was not that. Mm. Uh, and she looks like Mara from Persona, if anybody knows who that is, or SMT. Mm-hmm. Uh, for for a very very small portion of our small amount of listeners, uh, might actually get that. But uh, yeah, she looked fucking terrible, and um, she sounded worse. Yeah, yeah. And then, I don't agree with yeah her sound. I still thought she looked cool. And, and then it was just it was just unnecessary. Like, why did she speak English or basic? Like, I hate when they do that. Exactly. I thought. It was going to be like a Jabba the Hutt situation when I first saw her. I'm like, oh, this disgusting bitch is going to be talking like Jabba the Hutt. And nope. I was like, what? Yeah, that irked me. But yeah, she just looked like a giant dick. And it... <laughs> I want to say it pulled me out of the movie, but I wasn't all that invested to begin with. <laughs> As I'll get then, to in, a, in a, a few points down on my list. So yeah, that's that's where I'm starting from. Uh, basically, Star Wars is starting off with giant cocks. And she literally lives... A stone throw away from her mortal enemy, the sun. Yeah, that was dumb too. <laughs> yeah. Well, she's not smart. She's ugly. Oh, God. That's all it takes is a rock. Yeah. Yeah. A thermal detonator. All right, Alex, what's your number 10? My number 10, and I really hated this. Uh, spoiler alert, stupid Darth Maul at the end. That's, oh, Jesus Christ. All right. All right. <laughs> yeah. It was really stupid. Yeah, no, okay. I, I I agree. I've, uh, I just can't it, believe this is only ten. <laughs> is it stupid? Well, no, it's because I put uh, for these lists. I try to put all the bad things on the first half, like ten through like six or five, and then all the good ten stuff through after two. That. <laughs> so number ten is like the worst of the worst for me. And all the honorable mentions. Darth Maul is the worst part of this fucking movie. So may I ask, is it because it's just Darth Maul? Is it because he lights up his lightsaber for no freaking reason? Is it... That's... Oh! Yeah. Which... I mean, it's Darth Maul, I mean, it's, it was cool to see him back and with robot legs and and whatnot, but... No, fuck! The... There, there, there was no robot legs. There were there no were. robot legs. There yeah, were. Yeah, they were robot legs. How yeah. how did you... See, where, where were the robot legs? At the you bottom part of his metal. body. I mean, they kind of looked like boots also, but they were robot I legs. I thought the whole... I don't know. Maybe I was checking my phone. <laughs> but I could have sworn they just show him from like the like the chest up, basically. He stands up at one point because I specifically looked for it. Okay, last okay, I must have missed that. You have to look for it, but yeah. Well, that's there. even worse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's got robot legs. I'm going to see that later. He's got new because legs. because every Star Wars movie has to have the Force in it. Oh, he force pulls his lightsaber. Oh, I wonder what he's going to do. Yep, he's going to double dildo light it. Yeah, I will say this. There's so many more things that bother me in this movie than that. <laughs> oh, but, really? 
But Damn. igniting the lightsaber is what made, ruined it for me. If it's just him, and I know because I don't watch those shows, but I know in the Clone Wars he's back and he has metal legs, and that's all canon now. So I'll accept it, even though I don't watch it. But yeah, him using the Force to get his lightsaber and igniting it in the hologram, like, what the fuck? Uh-huh. Yeah, I, yeah, I think I think I would have been kind of like where you were, Jeff, where I would have been like, eh, I guess they brought him back for some fucking reason, whatever. And then he and then he turned on the lightsaber, and then <laughs> I I thought I thought I like there was a one point in the beginning which I'll get to which I could not have I thought I could not have been rolling my eyes any harder, mm-hmm. but then they they turned on the lightsaber at the end. Yep, <laughs> my so eyes literally cannot stupid. go any further. Back. <laughs> yeah, back in my head. <laughs> yeah, and then it's like what this is before you know the the original trilogy in the timeline at least. Since when do they use like? Color hologram projectors. Everybody is like blue. Oh, that's your beef with this, Alex. Fuck's sake. That, that's your no. That is also my beef. <laughs> that's so that's, that's what t- that was the tipping point for you. Was that the, was stupid? No, that was. Ugh. No, I so, hated the whole thing, especially and that. It's only ten. I think. I think so, that's my problem. So you're saying only there's... ten. This is my most hated thing in the movie. That's why it's ten. Yeah. So wait, you're saying there's no colored holograms before this? Like in the in the prequels, I don't remember, but it was all just blue. They had like a blue tint to them, and that was it. Leia, Vader, the giant Palpatine. I thought like the hologram of uh, Anakin killing all the younglings was. Uh... Oh fuck that! <laughs> okay, that doesn't count. All right, um, all right. My number ten. I mean, th- th- these are no particular order because. There's, I'll, I'll save my good stuff for the end, I guess, because there's a couple things. But, um, all right, the stupid nose cone on the Falcon, the ejector bullshit, just so they can sell more toys and make it. <sighs> we started. Why did it look so different? Like, I get it that Han has to make some special modifications himself when she says, I get it. But I, the nose cone was stupid, and that whole. The nose cone on the Falcon, number 10. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Choking on his own words. Yep. <laughs> Scott, number nine. Okay, well, I guess I'll just preface my list by saying that I, I my list is just me getting increasingly irritated <laughs> with this movie, with, like, one or two exceptions here. Uh, so, um, number nine, uh, when, when Chewie... Okay, so, let, let me back up here. Okay, uh, so... Like we all, anybody that's seen this knows how many goddamn references there are to the rest of the Star Wars movies, or at least the original trilogy. I'd say like ninety, ninety-five percent of them fall completely flat, and then of the remaining five to ten percent, they're either meh or I guess that makes sense, with the one exception uh, for me anyway. Uh, but uh, with that said, my number nine is when Chewie rips the dude's arms off. I, I was watching that thinking, what the fuck? Like, I can't believe they they actually did that. This is supposed to be. <laughs> At what point did they think like, oh yeah, we'll just have him fucking rip arms off of a dude? Like, I get the joke, I get why it's supposed to be funny, I get the callback, but it was just kind of this like horrifying bit of violence in the middle of this movie, which is, by the way, surprisingly violent mm-hmm. uh, at points. Um, and yeah, I just, I hated it. I, out of all, all of the callbacks, not my most hated, but 
<laughs> one of my most hated. Um, I don't know how you guys felt about it. Uh, it was just it was just completely unnecessary. Um, I, I I'm having a hard time describing why it irritated me so much. But I but I supremely disliked the the scene where he rips the guy's arms off. Um, I didn't care for it, but it does not make my list. Yeah, just there's, there's so many other problems and <laughs> him pulling a guy's arms off. I mean. Yeah, it's it was dumb. like, get it? He rips some. He, he, yeah, I know. He, he fucking hates. murdered a guy by ripping his arms off. Hilarious. Yeah, I'm sure he was still alive. Yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> can't argue it. It's pretty terrible. Yeah. All right. Alex, number nine. Uh, Number nine is, and this was such a stupid, like, throwaway thing that it shouldn't have been even been brought up in the movie. But at the at the very end, he, he's got the hyperfuel, and he gives it to. <sighs> it turns out that it's the good ladies, and there's like, oh, this is enough to start. And then she almost takes off her David Caruso glasses and looks at the camera. It's enough to start a rebellion. <laughs> yeah! Oh, yeah, you know what, Alex? I I agree with you. But at that point, I was just waiting for the movie to be over. <laughs> I was like, yeah, fuck it. I guess this is the whole rebellion, whatever. Yeah, that's the trend with... Even though she went around murdering people, too. So, whatever. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah, this... Movies nowadays, at least the blockbusters, they have, like, seven endings. It's like, no, you should have ended here. Should have ended here. God damn. But, yeah. Give this for the original trilogy. It was was pretty clear who the good guys and the bad guys were. All these other movies like mm-hmm. try to suggest that like, well, there's a gray area and there's not really uh, Sith and Dark Lords and the lights. Lando, edges. I gotta defend. I throw Lando there. What now? Well, Lando is a gray character. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah no no no. Yeah, it totally turns into right right no but but he ultimately is good guy. He, like totally right. gets to redeem himself. Um, well, and even Han in the beginning is you know scoundrel. But well, it's Solo clear... too, maybe. Uh... But but they're not being like cartoonishly evil, though. I get it. I know. I'm just saying. I'm just trying to be the voice of our listeners who are going to like this movie, and we're shitting all over them. So they're. <laughs> the funny I'm part is, is, I actually don't hate the movie. <laughs> it's just when I made this list, <laughs> it's all I could come up with. Mm-hmm. All right. So that leads me to my number nine, and this is just a general. I remember when I walking out of this with Brian and Chris, and there and we all kind of said it's not bad. Like it's we hated Last Jedi so much that it was better than that, and I think that's true. Yeah, but confirmed. But when I watch it again, and there's something, it doesn't feel like a Star Wars movie. At least Last Jedi feels like a Star Wars movie. What this this feels like a sci-fi movie. That happens to have the name Han Solo and Chewbacca. In it. it does not feel Star Wars e to me. Where Last Jedi, I mean, it's been over a year. I I try not to watch that movie. <laughs> so maybe if I go back and watch mm-hmm. it again, I'll different. But at least I want to say, well, I think this is a better film when there's less ugh, moments. It doesn't feel like very Star Warsy to me. Like nothing. Just because you throw Chewbacca in there and. The music every once in a while. I don't know. Something. And maybe it's the John Williams score versus the non-John Williams score. I don't know. But it just doesn't feel like a Star Wars movie to me at all. There are moments. I'll tell you. Whenever they're in sand and like the. I forgot the name of that 
the bad people who are actually the good people. Yeah, who gives a shit? Enfys yeah. Nest stuff. Like, that at least felt a little Star Wars to me. The rest did not. The entire the train heist did not feel Star Warsy to me. The Him at the very beginning racing is a little... It's supposed to be like Luke's sand, but it's not. I don't know. For me, my opinion is it does not feel like a Star Wars movie. It felt like a generic sci-fi movie with... They skinned it, right? This might as well have been that shitty game they put a Mario 2 skin on and called it Mario 2 or whatever. Like, that's how it felt to me. If that makes any sense whatsoever. Yeah, no, I get what you're saying. If, if not for the constant callbacks, I might have felt that way. Yeah, and there's one callback that's way higher on my list that, oh my god. Alright, uh, where are we at now? Number Scott, eight. number eight. Number eight. Okay, uh, actually something positive. Um, uh, it's funny how you just went through the whole, doesn't feel like Star Wars. Pretty much the only part where I was like, Oh yeah, this is cool. This is kind of what I was hoping for, uh, from a Star Wars perspective, is uh, not the outside of the Millennium Falcon, but the inside. To I thought it was really cool to to see the the Millennium Falcon at its like not necessarily peak, but like brand new. And it's like okay, this is this is what it looked like, you know, before you know it went through. <laughs> I don't know how, the the timeline's so fucked in this movie, but. Uh, I don't know, 20 years after Han gets this? 30? 15? Somebody help me out here. Uh, I don't know. 10 mm. at most. Okay. Uh, yep. I don't. Well, he does a yeah. piss poor job of keeping the inside clean, then. But <laughs> um, I, I oh, did think he it was. He did a lot of smuggling. Yeah, yeah, he did. He had to dirty it up, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but how I... does that shit fly back into space? Like, that's. These movies have taken so many liberties with this Millennium Falcon hitting rocks, hitting the ground, flipping. Like. When they get out of the Kessel Run, and it's like on the beach, and Orlando just takes off in it. There's no way that thing would have gone through the atmosphere. All right, I'm being a t- total dork now. You can keep going. Maybe it went to a junkyard or something around on the other side of the planet. Maybe. Okay. Fixed it up and then took off. Yeah, All right. Awesome. Yeah, that one's that big a deal for me. And then, yeah. sorry, Scott, on the inside of the Moon Falcon, I agree with you. But then, and now maybe this is because it's a place we've never seen before. When Woody Harrelson goes to the weird nuclear reactor room of the Millennium Falcon... Yeah, um, I don't know what that was all about. Yeah, that's uh, honorable mention for me. That whole hook up the thing to the other thing, and that'll make us go faster. It's like it's like Chewbacca go outside and pour cheetah's blood on the engine. <laughs> like, yeah, it's it like, like you get the same same thing. Just, Mr. Mm-hmm. Scott, you're a miracle worker. Like I don't know. If she, yeah, yeah. Well, they got it juiced it up. Just oh my god! But uh, yeah, the inside was cool. Like other than what you just said, the the reactor core that it had all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> it was this movie. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I did like seeing it. Like, okay, this is this is what it was before it became the other thing. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, it, it's it's one of the things that I think we brought up in Rogue One that was really cool. Was you got to see all the Imperial stuff that seemed worn down as well. Um, and that, that that feels like Star Wars. is like the kind of slightly worn in, not necessarily dirty, yeah. but, but used kind of look. Um, right, which I think at the end that Sam planet with the Infus Nest people that looked more like Star Wars to me. But I don't know. Like I said, I think one thing I'm learning over the years is that Star Wars is different to every single person, and I will accept that. Like some people are totally in it just for the for the lightsaber battle. Some are in it for the lore. Some are in it for the space fight, fights. Right? Like there's different things to different people. So what? Jeff's in it for the sand. I'm in it for the <laughs> sand. That's why I hated the prequels because. 
Yeah. Oh, wait. It gets everywhere. Anakin. Yeah, or something like that. I don't know. So that was my number eight. Millennium Falcon, brand new. Inside, right. anyways. Alex, number eight. Number eight is, what was the droid's name? L2? L3? L337? L3. I did not like her. L2P. Yeah, <laughs> L2P. Uh, she was annoying. Interesting that they would have a uh, a robot that was you know closer to an AI because her mind hasn't been wiped. I like that it was her consciousness that is now in the Millennium Falcon. Uh, but yeah, overall, yeah, she was just annoying. Like throughout, all their lines are like eh, not uh, not little Annie, cringeworthy, but some of the lines are like uh. It was pre- oh, the only reason I would say it might be worse is because it's obvious, like just pushing the shit into our Star Wars movies, right? Where she's a feminist and activist and all this stuff. Yeah, like, come on, it's they don't have to be so obvious. <laughs> yeah, you 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 could have tactfully done this in a meaningful <laughs> yes, way, exactly. Where people are like, you know what, you know, yeah. But this is just, yeah, no. Oh no, she got blown up. Oh. That's hilarious, and her and Lando have a relationship. Ha, ha, ha. It might have served her character better if she just beat and booped like R2. Yeah, I don't know. That definitely would have. Anyways. Yeah, no, but if they'd done that, then at some point Lando would have been talking to her, and he would have been like, beep, boop, boop. <laughs> you know, I'll Wait, tell you this much, though. This leads me to a point later on. Lando <laughs> may have banged her, but you know who has banged her? R2-D2. R2. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, R2. Woo. Uh, he's also banging the Death Star, too. So, well, I don't know. And, and uh, Cloud City. And yep. Cloud City. Oh, you got an SDG from Cloud it's City. <laughs> um, yeah. I like, I kind of like the concept that the Falcon has a droid in it. But I don't wish it wasn't her. <laughs> Well, like, no, you just she just navigates really, and then only three PO could hear her knowing voice or understand her. Yeah, like, I think it's a cool. Like, that's something cool I never would have thought of, and I liked it. I just you know I wish it would have been. We have a you know they've developed better droids like BB Eight or the one in Rogue One or R Two. Even C three PO would like, I just wish it would have been a better one, right? Like if you would have took the droid from Rogue One and done that, I don't know. What about the droid? Cool concept though. That got smashed in the car race. The one that was also a model of that was also in the Jawa Sandcrawler. Sure. One of those protocol droids yeah. in the suit. I don't know what you're talking about, but sure. Oh. Oh. You'll see. Okay. You'll all see. <laughs> all right, Alex. <laughs> number eight. Yeah, that was it. Oh, that was yours? Oh, that yeah. was a good thing? Or bad no, thing? No, that was a bad thing. Okay. It's uh, my scale is like a gradient. The worst stuff is at the bottom, and I'll get to the cream rises to the top. So it was a bad note. Okay, um, <laughs> uh, I should watch that again. All right, I have this, and you guys know I have. Oh, great! Another tentacle monster. Oh, that's <laughs> on my list also. Yeah, honorable mention. At least yeah. this one's floating in space because that makes sense. Oh God, uh, I got nothing I'll... else to say. Eldritch Evil. It could. Uh, I'll wait until my turn. All right. Yeah. Do it. I just that really bug. The Kessel Run was the biggest disappointment ever. 
I know, right? And uh, yeah, the Kessel Run, and then just whatever. Just like the Kobayashi Maru in the Star Trek movie. Yeah. Tentacles. All right, Scott, mm-hmm. number seven. <laughs> My number seven. Uh, so I have this written down in quotes. <laughs> I shall call thee Solo. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I saw I saw this coming as soon as he walked up, and she wasn't there anymore. And <laughs> it was like fucking Ellis Island, like the Godfather. Like, oh, Corleone or whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah, they could have called him Han Corillia or something, at least. Yeah, yeah, just something stupid. Or like, okay, your name is Han Smith or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's like, oh, you're by yourself? Solo. Which <laughs> which begs the question, like, how many people has this guy called Solo throughout the years? Yeah. Like, like he thought of this just now that he's like, oh, I'm just going to call this guy Solo because he's by himself. Like how many other people that came up to him by themselves? He's like, "Oh, I'll call you Solo," and and Han's just like, "Yeah, sure, that's cool, whatever." It's unforgivable. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. And then he's gonna hold on to this name that was given yeah, to him, and then he's gonna pass it so down stupid. to his son. And like, uh, you know what's hilarious? I don't know if you guys remember this. The <laughs> CEO of Disney, Bob Iger, said, "Oh, people are gonna love this movie. You're gonna learn how Han Solo gets his name." And then everyone's like, what? What? That stupid what? And then everyone's like, oh, he probably just means like, you know, how he he earns his name, you know, as a smuggler. Like, nope. (laughs) Nope. Yeah, take it literally. These these writers, Kasdan's were like, no, we got to fire Lord Miller because we want our script to be done. And like, this is what they had. Oh, it it pisses me off so much. Yeah, it was was very lazy writing. Mm -hmm. Doesn't even need to be there. His name is fucking Han Solo. Who cares? I would have accepted the scene if they cast a Mexican in the in the Imperials, uh, which in the Imperials role. Yeah, like they could have, yeah. they could like just. I thought of this just now. Like, hey man, hey, who you with? Uh, I'm not with anybody. Oh, see, si? oh, okay, oh, está solo, okay, I'm solo. <laughs> <laughs> see, like he that I would like, have accepted. So, so like he could have just been like trying out <laughs> last names for the whole movie up to that like up to a point, just like. Making up bullshit names, and then finally he's like, "Oh yeah, I'm Han uh, Solo," and then people just start calling him that, and he just keeps it. Like that would have made more sense, mm-hmm. and that would have been or, more acceptable. It, yeah, or if the Imperial Guard just had like a a random ne- generator on standby because nobody had names or wanted to give their real ones. <laughs> yeah, that would have been fine too. Your name is Han Solo. Hmm. There you go. Yeah, I would have. I would have been happier with that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was just so, and it was so obvious that it was coming too. Yeah. I think that was the most annoying part. Uh, I'm like, they're not actually going to do it. That yes, they are. All right. It's I was waiting for him terrible. to say. I was waiting for him to say Corellia. I'm like, oh, then he gets his name later. Oh no, he said Solo because he's alone. So and it's a white guy saying a sp- uh, Mexican, Spanish, Italian hey. word. Also, also as a side note to that to that whole scene. How the fuck can you just walk right up to the recruiter and be like, yep, I'm not a criminal or anything. I'm just going to sign up. <laughs> this whole place oh, is on lockdown because anybody. of me. I think the Empire will take anybody. I guess. And he was through the gate. Oh, so he could have possibly been causing trouble. Yeah, I get yeah. it. Fuck him. Yeah, so that's my number seven. Right. I was looking at the characters in this movie. There's Han Solo, two names. Chewbacca, one name. Beckett, one name. Kira, one name. Val, one name. 
What are all these ribolds? Corso. Everyone has one name. So why was it weird that he doesn't have a... Doesn't have, what's your surname or fa- Oh, just... Yep. Fuck. All right. Alex. Number seven. My number seven is... Uh, Han Solo speaking Wookiee. Again, Alex. Jesus Christ. What? I hate that your list has bad stuff no, at the top. No, he, he's doing it. It's one of his last worst ones. I get it. I accept it. Thank you. <laughs> I will I granted I didn't think it was as bad as Jeff made it out to be when he first told me about it cuz I was dreading this scene. I was like, "Oh my gosh." How and at it first it's like, "Wow, this is stupid." It makes sense and no, what, no it doesn't. Time, listen to You're me. Wrong, In a Alex, filmmaking, wrong. writing, joke kind of way. Yeah, the Imperials are right above him, so he's going to grunt and growl so that Chewbacca understands, but the guards don't. Yeah, no, I got that. Okay. <laughs> I was following. Yes. <laughs> I got why he was doing it. In that way, it makes sense. I'm, I'm saying to actually but, see it play out on film. No, it was terrible. It fell flat, and it was awful. Okay. But I do believe that this was a Phil Miller leftover. And Ron Howard just didn't handle it well. I believe they could have made it work. Han Solo, he does not have the vocal cords to make speak Kashyyyk or whatever it is. Correct. Wookiean. I agree with that. However, He's never spoken it in any of the other movies before. What, the, what What if he was just making shit up growling noises and Chewbacca's like, what? And then later on in the movie. That would have been funny. That, <laughs> see, that would have been funny. He's like, no, I was just making stuff up. I'm just glad he didn't kill me. Yeah, no, that would have been good. See? I would have accepted that. Mm-hmm. Him just actually speaking Wookiee was... No. No, that was fucking terrible. For some reason, I thought later on in the movie they were going to like sit down and have a whole conversation with Wookiee. I'm glad that didn't happen. I'm glad it was just that short, tiny scene, but... Yeah, still fell flat. <laughs> you kill me, Alex. It's Hi, fucking awful. And I'm just going to add this on to it. It may be on yours, but I doubt it. It's a few, well, a few scenes later when he, they talk, he's like, so what's your name? Chewbacca, huh? Well, that's too long of a name. I'm not going to call you that. Uh, yeah. That's that's me hitting my head on the microphone right now. George Lucas writes better dialogue. Jeebus. Well. Yeah. Well, yeah. kind of. I said it's God. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not say things we can't take back to. <laughs> and people just started calling him Chewie, like, for no reason, and then Chewbacca growling. It's like, well, you know, it's the only lick. It's, what, what, what do you want your nickname to be? Well, that's stupid. We're calling I mean, you Chewie. Anything, yeah. This movie's like anything. They could have done anything else except what they did <laughs> for a lot of these moments. Sounds like me. Hey, right, my name's Jeffrey. You're like, well, that's too long. I'm gonna call you Jeff. Yeah, Jeff, Jeffy. What? It's like, like Alejandro. Uh, that's too many syllables. <laughs> of mm-hmm. course, it's just you just do it. You don't have to be explained. Yeah. Oh my god. Like I would at least hope that he said his whole name, right? Like, he said it's a Chewbacca, Farfic Nugent, whatever. And then <laughs> that would have been at least funny. I it's don't just know. Been Chewbacca just been like, eh, I'm just gonna call you Chew. Your name's too long. Like, that would have been that would have been better. But said like, "Oh no, we gotta come up with something else to call you because your name is so long." Oh, God. Yeah, it's awful. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, 
You guys are taking a lot of mine off my list. So <laughs> I'll go to uh, I'll Stormtrooper. Take, take terrible things that happened in this movie for 700. <laughs> the Stormtroopers treated as TSA agents slash the Imperial March used in the recruiting film. Did you guys notice that bullshit? Yes. Join the Empire, and it has yeah. a video playing in the background, and they're playing the Imperial March, which... And then why are stormtroopers being used as TSA agents or whatever that, wherever they, I don't even know where they were, some spaceport. The storm, they're soldiers. Yeah, but these ones probably weren't the good ones. Have Imperial guys in their normal, like, gear, like stormtroopers. Why would you need all that gear if you're just, right? You have them in the little Navy gear or whatever. Yeah, didn't, and the. In the Death Star, didn't they have other guys that also carried guns but weren't troopers? Yeah. Yeah. The troopers are like... I, oh, this is going to be funny. They're the elite soldiers. I know they suck. That's you got to accept that <laughs> as far. But that's what they're used for. They're not used for making sure people go to the airport correctly. It's not like... <sighs> All right. Scott, number six. Mm-hmm. Number six uh, brings me to my first eye roll of the movie. And it's the very first thing that happens. So they don't even do the text crawl they do in Star Wars movies. So they just have text at the very beginning with some exposition. I'm like, okay, it's Star Wars. You know, I get it. And then they talk about how there's a shortage of resources, like food, water. And these these are all in, in all caps, by the way. And hyperfuel. Hyperfuel. And as soon as I saw that. No, no. All I, caps. I was like, <laughs> Fuck. That's going to be the MacGuffin that the whole movie is going to center around. Is this Maybe this hyperfuel. They're fucking doubling down on the fact that all of a sudden fuel is important to the Star Wars universe. Which, you know, from a meta standpoint makes sense with all of the traveling they're doing in space. That, yeah, they yep. need fuel. It's just never come up before. And all of a sudden it's a problem. And really, is there a shortage of hyperfuel? Because it seems like every fucking thing is like some kind of hovercraft or flies around. So do they magically find some by the time the, the original trilogy, trilogy rolls around? Because also in the prequels, well, still... they didn't seem to have any problem fucking powering everything. But yeah, all of a sudden, yeah. all of a sudden, it's like hyperfuel. And I get it, it's a little hypocritical. Like, some of my favorite movies revolve around MacGuffins. That's all Avengers is. Is, yep. like, is like Infinity Stones and Cubes and shit. The Infinity MacGuffins. But, you know, th- those are like singular objects that are like, magically powered or whatever you want to however science you want to apply to them this is just like oh we need hyper fuel it, oh just it Scott, what they Sorry. gotta get the spice they gotta get the oh, spice the spi- and then the fucking <laughs> spice too which you know the spice of drugs. I mean that would have been interesting if they actually showed people that were like spice addicts or something and they do mm-hmm. smuggle no, I was just talking drugs. about Dune and that the spice the space fuels spice there too. It's the same. Well, that's thing. not the same thing. It is. It is, <laughs> it is not the same thing because the the spice also grants like not eternal life but really long life, and it also lets people get psychic powers and get a get a grant. And it makes transform the, and mutate. It makes, it makes the the little worms that become Shai Hulud oh, uh, that uh-huh. allow Paul Trades to some reason call rain. It's fucking stupid, but uh, he is uh, the Quizax Hadarak. He is Muadib. Keep talking about Dune. I'm gonna like Solo more and more. 
so, yeah. um, but it just was like the shit that's like, and yeah, Jeff, I see your point. <laughs> and we, I believe we also decided that Dune was a fucking terrible movie too. So, oh, definitely. <laughs> um, yeah, and then, and you know, I get it. MacGuffins, it's it's a necessary evil, but just to start with this shit, it's like right off the bat, it's like okay, they're gonna be going after hyperfuel, not even like fuel, just hyperfuel. It's like liquid Schwartz or something. It was just dumb. <laughs> liquid Schwartz. <laughs> Forgot about that. Did, Rogue One didn't have any opening anything, right? I don't. No, remember. it didn't have one. The movie either. just started. Yeah, I wish this movie would have done that. I don't know. I just know when I saw it Rogue One, it was in no. 3D and it was like all washed out and like terrible. Right. Um, but I mean, it wouldn't have eliminated the hyper fuel fuel BS. But at least with that text scroll, it would have been better. Without that text scroll, it would have been better. But but again, they're just throwing their whole cannon out the window. Because again, in the prequels and and in the original trilogy, everybody's fucking flying everywhere. It's not an issue. But all of a sudden, for like this one span of like <laughs> of the five years or whatever that this movie spans, that mm-hmm. oh, it's it's all of a sudden it's a terribly scarce resource. I don't know. It just irritated the fuck out of me. No, it's you. I agree. Number six. Yep. All right, Alex. Number six. My number six is the castle run. Uh, yeah. As soon as they went down that tunnel, and he's like, "Oh, you can't go in those clouds. There's shit out there, and you won't survive." Well, that's the castle run. It's gonna go through the clouds, and it's gonna be harrowing. And dodging a bunch of shit and exciting, and then he's gonna make it. But they threw out this tentacle monster out there only so that he ejected the uh, the nose cone or whatever that Jeff hates. That's yeah. the only reason that piece of shit was out there. Number one. Yeah. And and, uh, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, and it was and create some some <laughs> little conflict that like oh they may not make it. Because Han Solo doesn't appear in three more movies after this. Which is a problem with prequels to begin with. But it was just so stupid. Yeah. And, and let me ask you this. What is the Kessel Run, by the way? Is it from Spice Mines of Kessel to that specific planet they end up going to? No. <laughs> or what? Is it out just through there and then you just, once you get out of it, you go to somewhere else? To whatever, yeah, I, like, that, that system or whatever the fuck they call it in Star Wars. The... Kessel. Spice Mines. No, what is it? Is it okay? It's from this from from. So it can't, it can't be that planet Kessel. because they decide on going to that planet. Yeah, but usually like it was, there's the a race. It's between two points, right? So yeah. So I would assume Kessel is one point because it's called the Kessel Run. What's the like? Do you go through this tube thing and then you come out and then okay from that that's just it and then after that then you went to this. I see. I don't even know the name of these planets. Uh, Octu, I think is what it was called. Maybe I don't. That sounds familiar. Anyway, it's not important. Continue, Alex. Yeah. So they go through the cloud. That's fine. They're dodging a bunch of uh, debris. Also fine. Elder Steaman, although cool looking, is not necessary. The black hole. Okay, I'll give you that because that's a space thing. But this Eldritch evil type. This isn't H.P. Lovecraft, motherfucker. Star Wars. Yeah. It's like, yeah, right up there with the fucking Raptors. What the fuck? Yeah. 
And by the way, this black hole was like there the whole time, and that tentacle monster was right there too. It's not like <laughs> yeah, just chilling next to it, a black Why hole. And if I get a little too close, I'm going yeah. in. This giant galactic being, all of a sudden, gonna oh, shiny light. It's like what? So, so I didn't, I didn't care for the the giant monster, but allow me to play devil's advocate here. Go for Ooh. it. Like Star Wars is littered with monsters exactly like this, like monsters with just big gaping maws, no pun intended, in right. the middle of fucking nowhere, that that try to eat, kill whatever the heroes. I would say fair enough. Other than I hate tentacle monsters, I'm over it, and none of them have been floating in space, with the exception of maybe the one that's in the asteroid. But at least it's in an asteroid. Yeah, yeah the exocorth is you know anchored to something. The, the big sock puppet. Yeah. Minox. So, but I get your point. Still made me mad. Yeah. Just get rid of the monster. The thing with the black hole, fine. Actually, a long time ago, I read a thing, a fan theory about how, uh, you know, when everybody discovered that parsecs was uh, uh, a measurement of distance and not time. Mm -hmm. Somebody wrote up a whole document about, well, this is how we could have made it. Like the uh, Millennium Falcon shot around a blank hole, a black hole and got lucky, which bent, like, made it for some reason, you know, full. I know Scott hates this, but fold space and time (laughs) so that he was able to go you know make the run a little bit faster you know by slingshotting around a black hole uh and that made more sense to me and i was hoping they would do something like that and no they failed yeah i mean in this one of the star wars uh probably a new hope commentary lucas talks about i mean i'm thinking he's redconning himself but he said (laughs) that it's not about Time, it's about distance. The smarter the computer will make less ju- will make less hyper jumps in between and take a shortest distance to get from point A to point B. That's how he said it. So I, I don't know. But also, I can't wait until we can bend time and travel really quick through space and Scott's not going to be able to visit far-reaching places. <laughs> just out of spite. He's like, yeah. nope. Yeah. Yeah, that's stupid. You're just doing a pencil through this, or I'm going to stay here on planet Earth, <laughs> not go to planet Heaven. You you, you enjoy your, your trip to Sextopia. <laughs> I'm staying right here. Oh, you don't want to go to Zegama Beach? Nope. Oh. Smegma 9? That's all you guys. Smegma <laughs> 9. No, but the sexisteria is going to be in Jerusalem. So. Jerusalem. <laughs> all right. Um... Oh God! All right, where do we want to go here? All right, what number are we on? Six. Yes. Okay. Six. The fucking dice. All right. Oh yeah! Damn it! I forgot about those things. Uh, honorable mention. Stop trying to make the dice something fucking Disney. They were never anything. They're in like one scene in A New Hope, and it's never been talked about ever again. And you keep fucking throwing these dice in our face. Stop it! And in this movie, they're like they have thirty minutes of screen time. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Jeff, just roll with it. <laughs> no. Whoa. Not gonna fucking roll sixes or anything. This is. Snake Those dice, I don't get it. What they're hard on is with these fucking dice. 
They got to sell them. They got to sell. Yeah, there's tchotchkes to be sold. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. The only thing is, you're going to go into Star Wars then at Disneyland. You can buy the oh, goddamn God. dice. Yeah. Everywhere, <laughs> the dice. Which I have another. I'm just. Well, that's my next one. Then never mind. I'll twelve dollars. But no, never mind. Twenty four dollars. Especially like, you guys. The dice were never a thing until. Last Jedi. Like, if it's a, it was a trivia question, like, what does Han Solo have hanging from the Wind Falcon? Only seen in, like, one scene. But it was never a thing. Yeah. <sighs> Scott, number five. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, number five, uh, Donald Glover was good. <laughs> he was. Uh, he had the, the right kind of smarm. Um, the the one callback that I, that I liked, that I... I thought to myself, "Oh yeah, that's that's a good way to explain that." Like hand wave something. It's it's how Billy Dee William doesn't pronounce Han correctly. Yeah. <laughs> so he call, he purposely calls him Han just to piss him off. I'm like, oh, that makes sense. I actually like that. Yeah, um, that's cool. You know, I'll roll I'll roll into the character, um, and just because I want to talk about it, uh, the <laughs> I I really like the gag with all the the cloaks that he has in the Millennium Falcon. It's got like two closets full of cloaks, basically. Uh, I thought that was a good joke. Um, hey, where'd you get that sweet space cape, brother? Yeah, and then, you know, that speaks a lot about his character. And then I like how he, he runs away because he doesn't have the attachment to, to Han at that point. Um, so I actually was kind of curious, you know, like, and, you know, there's not going to be another movie, thank God. But, okay, so when do they exactly form a bond then at that point where Han thought he could go to him for help? In between the movies, because it seems like they were like not on good terms by the end of the movie. Nope, but they probably cross paths and maybe save each other's lives every once in a while. Maybe, like, yeah, I would kind of think the relationship is kind of yeah, just crossing paths. They're not enemies. They're not friends. They're frenemies. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) I, uh, but yeah, but anyway, I thought Donald Glover did a good job playing up the, the smarm, uh, the, the the fact that. Um, you know, and, and the, and the character was, was okay. Um, I like, liked how he reacted again, just fucking off. <laughs> just takes yeah. the Millennium Falcon and goes, uh, like yeah, that. Slap my fingers. I have 30 men surround you. Just like that. Burn. So how about, <laughs> how about when he goes, I hate you. And Han goes, I know. Yeah. I was, I rolled my eyes at that. God. Uh, <laughs> A dishonorable mention to the fucking close-up that they do like five times on the uh, dice. On on the um, I don't know what to call it. The card flipper he has under his wrist. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna talk about that next. Yeah. Like the medieval one that he has, not like a space version. It's literally like a. <laughs> so you can, you can probably hear it going arm. like, <laughs> and like sounds like the loader from. It should sound like the loader from Aliens. Just. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's fucking terrible. Like, there were so many better ways to show that he was cheating. But nope, gotta have a close-up. Like, five times just in case the audience missed it. Mm-hmm. Card up his sleeve. Yeah. So, anyway, it's better five. Dog Lovers is okay. He was good. All right. Alex, number five. My number five is, yeah, the games of Sabak that they had. Like Scott said, the close-up on the card was annoying. It's like, okay, we get it. He's fucking cheating. And that's how he wins. 
And then the the second one was the one that irked me the most because they were just really trying to force the point that Han won the Millennium Falcon fair and square because of Empire when he says, hey, I won her fair and square. So, oh, we have to definitely 100% to the max show everybody that he's fair and square. And I, I hated that. <laughs> and I hated that. You know what I thought yeah. was dumb about that scene is that he pulls out the other card. Why wasn't everybody like, where the fuck did you get that card? Because it wasn't in your hand. Exactly. It, Han. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> it wasn't yeah. in his hand. It was in his hand. Yeah, that was... Yeah, there's that. Like, if Lanza was so clever, he would have been like, oh, he's cheating. <laughs> I know. He's got the card. Uh, there's that there. Uh, again... I mean, armchair director, but they could have handled that so much better. Like, okay, he's meeting him in a card game again. He gives him the hug, and then he takes the card, and then cut to him flying off with the Millennium Falcon. Also, didn't Han lose a ship to him early on? Wouldn't that just make them even at that point? No, because he lied. Well, yeah, he and lied, he, but he, he still he, fucking owes him. So why, yeah, why, still, why couldn't Lando lie paid. then? Because he still got paid. I'll get to that. In my next point. <laughs> Can't wait. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. that's 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 my five again. Yeah. Oh, oh, that was uh, your five. Yeah. Never mind. That's my that five. five. Yeah. Talking, well, we just the kept game. talking about Donald Glover's character. Okay. The games of Sabak. Yeah. Jeff. Five. All right. My number five, and uh, maybe I've missed this all the years I've watched Star Wars. Maybe it's off screen. But uh, since when does the Millennium Falcon have a steering wheel? Oh. <sighs> It was pissing me off, and I think it's there for one fucking reason: Disneyland, and so people can fly your ride next year. Oh uh, shit, that didn't even occur to me. Yeah, there's he pulls levers like, and he whenever they come and do something, or even Ray and and the other ones, it's just you're pulling a lever up and down. It, it really made no sense how he was flying shit, but he was never <laughs> doing a steering wheel. Of course, <laughs> and maybe this makes more sense, but that's not how it's ever been. So what the Maybe his new changes that Han makes is he gets rid of the steering wheel. I don't know, but the whole time he's maybe flying... Maybe he's got pedals. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. He's turning this thing. It's not like a steering wheel, but like a like a lever, like a... Watch it again. It's a yoke. Oh, please don't, but you know what yeah, I'm it's There's stupid. something there. It's a yoke. It's like, this thing isn't connected to anything. What the hell? It's just I'm, there for L3. And I'm almost positive it's there because of the fucking ride. And yeah. Damn it. I hate that even more now because I didn't realize that. <laughs> Stupid. All right, there it is. There's my number five. Thanks, Jeff. You ruined a ride for me. I haven't even been on it. Oh, don't worry. They're gonna ruin it themselves. <laughs> uh, I just hope. Side story. I think I mentioned this. As long as they let me walk around the Millennium Falcon and it looks like the one I know, and I can walk inside of it for a little bit, I'll be happy. The ride, I'm assuming, is <laughs> going to be a virtual thing that's going to suck and make me sick. And whatever. I'm just waiting, waiting for the. The group me message from Jeff. Millennium Falcon, I'm inside of you. Uh-huh. Oh, so what's the over-under on uh-huh. whether they're going to attach the uh, mini Batmobile onto the Millennium Falcon? Oh, forgot about that. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't oh, know. It's not a Disney property, so probably zero. Yeah. Yeah. The other stuff. There'll be a, a bit guaranteed. And, uh, over-under on a hidden Mickey somewhere on there. Yeah, <laughs> guaranteed. Jeez. All right, Scott, number four. 
Alright. I wonder if four... Uh, I can come up with a good way to articulate this, but... Basically... What the fuck happened in, like, the the span of years when Han leaves Corellia and he meets up again with Kira? Like, how many years is that, for starters? Three. Yeah, I think it's three it's or three four. years, okay. It's three years o- later. Over the course of three years, Han is still a doofus. And Kira is a fucking master spy and martial artist. <laughs> and, 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 and diplomat and... Uh, like assassin, like all rolled into one. It it didn't make any sense to me. And well, because uh, Han was in uh, the Imperial Flight School, but then he got kicked out for insubordination. Okay, so he became a better pilot. <laughs> well, kind of. Like I said, he got kicked out. That's why he was like infantry. I mean, I guess he got some basic like soldiering training. And... Yeah. So he knew how to fire a gun and all that stuff, and mm-hmm. a little more streetwise, I guess. The other hand, she's like, she's like epic levels. <laughs> yeah, she over over the course of three years or however long it was, she farmed a lot more XP than. Han. Yeah, yeah, he's, she did. he's speed running. Yeah, she was just grinding the whole time. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Well, she t- studied under Pai Mei, right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah, the whole like lip service to Teres Kazi. Um, that that annoyed me too when she uh, just, uh, relate slightly related. She takes the dude out on Kessel, but you don't see how she does it. Yeah, uh, I know. They're just like, oh, it was Teres Kazi. Wasn't easy. And that was, that was basically <laughs> that whole scene. Yeah, the mm-hmm. droid's like, how did you learn to do that? Yeah. Did you guys Did you guys know what that was before the movie? Yeah. I There's think. a PlayStation 1 video game yeah. called Star Wars Masters of Teres Kazi. Okay. I think I, I learned that from Star Wars Galaxies. I think they mentioned it. Oh. No, okay. I had never heard of it. Um what 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 was the um Donnie Yen's character in Rogue One? Did they ever say he's Teres Kazi or did he just say he's like the No, but dude? they He's one they, with the force. The yeah, force is one with, with him. him. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's why the, yeah, they did it well there because I was thinking it was like, is that is that Teres Kazi? Is that what they're, you know, aiming for without actually Spelling it out like a big dumb moron. Yeah. Gee, Rogue One is such a good movie. <laughs> it is. But uh, looks better every day. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, just the that just like, well, I guess we're just gonna write her. She's gonna be like a master ninja, basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's just roll with it. I don't know. I just yep. Of all the writing, I thought like that was the laziest. In this movie, that's kind of saying something. <laughs> really, not, that not was necessarily the, the worst writing, but the laziest. Well, which part was the the thing that? Maybe I missed it. Which part's the laziest? Just that, that like, she became all powerful. Yeah, over the course of okay. like three years, and he's just okay. basically the same dude. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. All right, Alex, number four. Yep, and we're into my good parts. Of the movie, and I, this is Lando. Ooh, I like your good parts. Yeah, <laughs> Donald Glover again, awesome. He does a great uh, Lando, adding his own flair to it while keeping it familiar. So it's just awesome. And that long ass, very skinny tie that was annoying, but it was like, damn, that's such an annoying Lando thing to do. <laughs> and you missed one callback, Scott, for Lando. I bet I didn't. 
Yeah, I think he did. Because uh, what's this? What's the uh, uh, fucking Woody Harrelson's character's name? Beckett. Beckett. He keeps altering the deal. And what does Lando do? Hey, man, sounds good to me. I'm sure I noticed it and forgot about it immediately. <laughs> no, you didn't until right now. You're embarrassed. <laughs> That's no, all. I like that. Not really. He keeps he keeps altering the deal, and then I was like, "All right, that sounds good to me." Yeah, your twenty five percent just went to twenty. <laughs> he just shakes his hand. <laughs> oh, Han, sorry. Uh, but yeah, Donald Glover as Lando. Is, that plus everything else everybody already said. Is that the first time we brought up Woody Harrelson this entire list? Yeah. No. Well, here we go. Just completely is, fucking forgettable. This is my number four. Except for his haircut, which is fucked up. Sorry, go The ahead. gang. <laughs> all of them are terrible. First of all, they waste a couple people. Like, I have, what's a Jessica Tandy? It's not her name. What the fuck? <laughs> Jessica <her> Tandy? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Tandy, Tandy Newton. Newton. Tandy that Newton. That was close. Yeah. John Her character is just wasted, and she dies for no fucking reason. Like, oh, I'm just going to stand on this thing and blow myself up. I'm pretty sure there was a way out of that. Uh, Woody Harrelson's terrible. Like, I know he's supposed to be his mentor and stuff. And like, I know it's like, oh, hey, you're joining the gang, and here's your gun. Here's your DL44 gun, and now you're cool, and you're on solo. And, uh, and now we have this one dude who's supposed to be the cool pilot guy. He might as well have been wearing a Hawaiian shirt. And... Uh, <laughs> Magnum you know, PI. Yeah, uh, it's just the whole crew. There was somebody else. I already forgot who else. Was John Favreau. Yeah, that was the dude, the pilot dude with okay. the shirt. Okay. Uh, there was, wasn't there one more person? Was but there I just one? maybe maybe there wasn't. I don't know. But just no, they were it. fucking awful. And then just how they're in the military, and then just all of a sudden you can start ordering other Imperials around because he's wearing their clothes. And oh, it's not very bright. It's just so stupid. And, uh, yeah, I just did not like that John Favreau's character. The, he was the worst, I think. He was trying to be that cool pilot guy. Yeah, yeah, I'm so laid back. We're in war, but I'm listening. You know, might as well be listening. I like, had headset on listening to fucking rock and roll, man. It's just war. in the stars, bro. <laughs> and Woody Houses, they're all, un- they're so forgettable. There it is. The gang. I don't even know what the. Uh, Scott, number three. <laughs> uh, so my number three is Han speaking Wookiee, Wookiean, Kashikin, what, whatever you want to call it. I think it's Shira Wook. Yeah. I will take your word for it, Jeff. That's pretty the one. Sure. <laughs> Shira Wook, oh, dork. Uh, yeah, we, we already went over this. It's fucking terrible. It's just, it, it's like I, like I was making that joke earlier about uh, if if uh, L2P or whatever her name was, uh, if <laughs> if she had just beeped and booped, it would have been the equivalent of of uh, Lando stopping in the middle of the scene to go beep boop boop back at her. Like that's how much mm-hmm. uh, out of the movie it would have taken the audience. Same thing when he when when Hong tries to speak Wookiean. I agree. It's just all right. A bad idea. So we have all talked about that. So what about the... How do you feel about the introduction of Chewbacca? Minus 
that bullshit. Like him being this beast kept in a cage. Okay. So so I actually had that written down. I meant I think I meant to combine these two things, but I thought that was fucking awful. That one actually made me angry. Like I don't get like as bent about the Star Wars stuff as as maybe you do, Jeff, or Alex. But Alex seems to love everything, so I don't know. Um, I don't love everything, <laughs> but I was like, oh, Just they just America. made him in this like mindless yeah. <laughs> fucking like like wild beast. It was so stupid. It didn't make he any sense been, to me. He hasn't been fed in three days. Yeah, like I I didn't get it. Like I could see what they were going for. But it's like these are Wookies. It's not like he was this weird yeah. exotic creature. They already have their slaves everywhere. They've been using Wookies. It wouldn't be like that. Like I, like it was cool to see. I would say it was cool to see Chewbacca all muddied up and in chains and beating Han and other stuff. But yeah, it just didn't. It was bad. It was so again so many better ways I could have handled it. Mm-hmm. It the, seemed the like a weak way to do even, the life debt. By the way, yeah, they didn't even mention the life debt in this movie. Yeah, yeah, fuck that. Could have saved them on Kessel with all the other Wookies. Yeah, this there could have been just, I I know or yeah uh, yeah, like I know no movie's gonna live up to years and years and years of what you thought happened. But like him being in the you know him being in the, in the military or the Empire for a while, right? Him how he meets Chewbacca, how he gets none of those were any good. <laughs> you know what the worst part is for me, Jeff is. For me, this this isn't shit I really thought about. Just like, okay, Han Solo is this rogue, and he met up with Chewbacca a long time ago, and he got the Millennium Falcon from Lando. That's how it is. Like, I never really thought about like the the detailed backstory of all that shit because what we what we saw in front of us was good enough. And then for them to go back and fuck it all up, I don't know. Well, like for me, because I read a lot of the uh, expanded universe stuff, they do talk about it, and just. It was good. I thought it was good stuff the way they wrote about it. How he just, yeah, he was a slave, and he just, and he was a. I mean, they. I don't want to get into it. Uh, but yeah, I didn't like. I didn't like it. I just thought Chewbacca. He, I would say he looked cool in the mud, and it was cool to see him be strong. He he was a little bit more in the forefront in this movie than he's been in any other movie, which I do like because I think Chewbacca is my favorite character, or at least in the top three. So it was cool to see that. But I just didn't like. Yeah, he's not some beast you would feed him to. He's a Wookiee. Yeah. Uh, the troopers didn't know that. I mean, this is so, it's it's Star Wars. They're everywhere. This would just be like, yeah. oh, we got a Mexican in the cage. He hasn't eaten for three days. He's the beast. Like, this doesn't make any sense. <laughs> nah, it's still human. I know, but you know what I'm saying? Like, in this world, <laughs> Chewbacca, uh, Wookiees would be like that, right? Like, it's not like there'd be this, oh, this weird creature. Like, I... My analogy was terrible, you know. But you know what I'm trying to say. Like, <laughs> yes, you're and, saying, and, and, what you're saying, Jeff. Would you, is like, you, would you like wall. to take it back? <laughs> and a tad racist, if I might add. But <laughs> you know what I'm getting at. Yeah. Uh, Apology accepted. No, I, I, I do agree at one Captain point. Nita. Or, or, I, I do want to say I agree with you at one point there, Jeff, about the that it, it was cool to have a lot of Chewbacca. There like go. I think I think like my my favorite parts of at least Force Awakens are, are with Chewbacca. So. It was cool to see more of him. Yeah. Plus, no, it I was don't cool. want a whole movie I mean, with him. With all, yeah, with all due respect to Peter Mayhew, it was nice seeing a young guy in the suit, like actually diving and doing like faster action stuff in the in uh, as Chewbacca. Yeah. Well, in Force Awakens, like whoever they had in the suit wasn't was fine. 
It's the same. Was, guy. Yeah, that was Peter Mayhew. It was not. Not for all the was action shit. No, it wasn't. It was both well, the action no, stuff. Was, yeah, yeah, it was both of them. So it was still, he was still kind of uh, the same, more articulate. I'll grant you because yeah, they had the younger guy taking over, but now that he's come into his own and now the new guy's like a hundred percent Chewbacca, it was cool seeing him dive around and doing some fast shots. Was it? Was it Manubo? It's just not Manubo. It's Jonas Sutomo. Sutomo. Mm-hmm. Sounds like he's from Europe. This was Kimbe Matumbo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's finished. <laughs> I am Chewbacca now. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Uh. Yeah. That was my number three. <laughs> all right. Alex, mm. number three. My number three is. Uh, I know you hated this, Jeff. Like most of this movie, but the uh, the Master Apprentice illusion that uh, Han and Woody Harrelson had, kind of like you know a, a Jedi Master and a Padawan. I like that because it wasn't so overt. I mean, he took him under his wing, but he told him you know not to trust me. And like all tragic tales of a student killing their master for whatever reason, I like the way that ended. That was a nice like full circle. He awesome. shot first. Yeah. yeah, hell yeah, he did. I guess I guess you're right, Alex. That is a theme, a running theme throughout Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Plus, he <laughs> killed him. He he killed him with his master's own weapon. It's awesome. I like that. And then, yeah, that was heartbreaking. Han went over there, and he actually felt bad at something that he had to do. You know, there really wasn't any choice. I and mean, that scene was fine, but at that point, I was just like, I don't care anymore. Yeah, like the master, the master apprentice thing, I actually had no problem with. It's just the, the way it was done and Woody Harrelson's character. Like, I mean, of all of it, he's not the worst. He's just very forgettable. Like as Scott said, we haven't even we didn't even talk about him until right now. And just mm. uh, fucked up haircut. Yeah. though. I do remember the fucked up haircut. <laughs> all right, um, we're on number three. Yes. Yeah, my number three, and it goes back to the ending. And it's, it's Han being selfless at the end of this movie, which makes no sense. Han doesn't do that until he meets Luke and Leia. He leave, even then he leaves and comes back at the very end. So him giving up all this money, uh, doing all this stuff to be nice to the rebellion and everything, to me doesn't make any oh, damn sense. Yeah, if there's no sister yeah. snatch on the line, he's not going to do it. <laughs> yep. God damn it. Serio. So I, I just it just kind of ruins Star Wars. Like that's, I hate when movies even the root other ones. Like Han Solo is a cold blooded asshole in in uh, Star Wars. He does it for the money. That's all he talks about is doing it for the money. He cares about nothing else. I ain't in it for you and ain't in it for your rebellion, sweetheart. Whatever he says, mm-hmm. I'm in it for the money. But in this movie, he's like, no, I don't want your money. You can go ahead and do your shit. It's like what? No, come on, no. Yeah. Have you seen Star Wars before? Hey, by the way, Kazan, I think you wrote Empire Strikes Back, so I'm pretty sure you saw it. <laughs> Fuck's mm-hmm. wrong with you. You were there, man. Um, yes. Yeah. So it, it's just, I, I have all just, they basically, what did I write down here? Well, I just said about Han being selfless. I think I wrote down earlier, just kind of just ruining his character left and right, which already started with Lucas. In 1997, whenever the hell the special editions came out, but I, I, I did laugh when he blew him away when he shot first, and just like even Disney's just like fuck you, Lucas. I was stupid, but like 
they're doing even worse things. So yeah, they had they had Chewbacca rip a dude's arms off earlier in the movie. Yeah, exactly. But mm-hmm. then they'll come back at you and say, "Well, we have to have jokes and little fart jokes and little fucking little white penguins on the island because it's for kids." <laughs> yeah, yeah, Chewbacca yeah. will rip the guy's arms off. Yeah. All right, number two, Scott. Number two, Alex already brought this up, uh, but Woo. the what the fuck is with the ending? Okay, yeah. so so Jeff, I so okay. I was looking up trivia today on this, and so I finally read an explanation. But as I'm watching this, as somebody who only watched the movies, I was like, "This doesn't make any fucking sense." He's supposed yeah. to be dead. And all of a sudden, he's live, and, I, and again, I missed the part with the robot legs. So maybe that would have explained some of it to me. <laughs> Darth Maul, you got new legs. Yeah, Darth Maul. Uh, but I, even so, just all of a sudden he shows up, and it's like, okay, he's been manipulating everything this whole time. And like, what was, what was the fucking Sith goal here? Like to get some hyperfuel? Like there had to be fucking easier ways to get the hyperfuel. Then this grand deception, it just none of it made sense. Um, and I, uh, what 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 criminal organization are they supposed to be a part of? Like the Red Dawn or some bullshit like that? I forget. Yeah, something like mm-hmm. something Dawn. Yeah, yeah, which you never hear of before. Crimson, Crimson Dawn, Crimson, whatever it's yeah. called. Like, so I I will do, I do know enough that he's not Sith anymore. So he yeah. has nothing to do with the Jedi or Sith. He is just the, the renegade guy out there, and so a rebel. He's, yeah. <laughs> So I guess he's just the leader of this organization, and they need it for money, or I—I I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's whatever. I don't know why he needed it, but, but yeah, I didn't know either. Like I, I had heard rumors. It's like, but I also heard maybe you know, Boba Fett escaped the Starlight Pit. Like that shit. I'm like, okay, it happened, but I don't, I don't know if it's canon or not. Shit happens, but apparently, yeah. And then, and then, him turning on the lightsaber. It's like we <laughs> fucking get it. We know, like, it's like, oh, let's see the Darth Maul or a guy that is still a Sith Lord because you've only ever seen one of those guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, he's super evil and he's he's going to have the dark side of the Force. But nope, they had to, like, beat a dead horse and or, or slice open a dead uh, Tauntaun. I, I don't know mm-hmm. the, the proper analogy here. But, uh, yeah, when he turned on the lightsaber... Is that that's when I found out? Oh, it's oh, it's Darth Maul. <laughs> yeah, and I think oh. was that was that scene before or after he shoots Woody Harrelson? After, after, yeah, I Is think it, it's like the last. Okay, thing. yeah, okay. it's all falling action. After yeah, that. just like why did they have to have him turn the lightsaber? I guess it's a Star Wars movie. There has well, to be a lightsaber at some point, but yeah, I know. But but Jesus Christ, it's just so brain dead. Uh, and then a little bit of fun trivia for that. Well, that's dead alive, actually. So that so that was Ray Park. Yeah, but they had, they had a different guy doing the voice. Just but like it's... in Phantom Menace. Was it a different guy doing the voice in Phantom Menace? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, but it's Sam Whitworth who does his voice in this, and he's the one who does the cartoon. So they're being consistent there. Okay, well, good for them. And then so so, which leads me to the next part, which made me even more annoyed after I read the trivia. Which is that you had to fucking watch the cartoon or just know from Wikipedia, whatever. You had to have knowledge outside of watching the movies to really get what was going on there. 
which is yeah, I agree. Fucking stupid. Like I get it. It's a nice reward. I mean, it's, I guess it's cool if you knew what was going on. It you know maybe it was a nice little Easter egg, but for somebody who didn't know, I was just confused and <laughs> borderline angry about it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I don't know how I feel about that, and I think that's becoming more and more of a thing. Like I know with the Marvel stuff, it it I mean it already kind of is, but not major plot points. But like right with Shield, isn't there stuff that like led up to Age of Ultron and stuff? So, and so it wasn't a major plot point, and, right? So they, they you could yeah they, they had stuff that yeah kind of led up to it, but you didn't need to see right any of it to to get it. It was just kind of a nice companion piece type right. deal. Yeah. Where, where for this, what was it? Was it Rebel? What are the two cartoons called? Uh, it was Clone Wars, Wars and Rebels. Yeah, Star Wars Rebels. Okay, but you, you would have to watch those to like really get what was going on. Yeah. And that's and they both that's, suck. That's, that's insanity. Uh, I, even yeah. for Disney and their their uh, IP machine. I said, I don't know. I'll defend it a little bit, and just that nowadays you can't watch any Marvel movie without watching twelve before. Right, but, that's kind of where we're getting at. That, I know they're movies; it's yeah. the same form of media, but still, like if you're an average person and you want to go watch Invent- this great movie, Avengers: Infinity War, everyone's talking about. Yeah, no, I, I, I get what you're saying, Jeff, but it's, but what, what's what's but I mean, it's the same thing as um, let's say at this point you had to watch all of the other was it eight Star Wars movies, um, mm-hmm. however many, or however many before this to get what was going on in this one. Like, is that the same thing as having to watch all those movies and having to go watch two different cartoon series or animated series? Yeah. Like, it's too much. Yeah. Way well, too much. And to be fair, it's not part of the plot. It's the very ending. It's setting up no, the next thing. Right, right. It doesn't... Yeah, I, I get it. At the end, it doesn't mean anything. But if you want to appreciate what's going on in that scene, you would have had to know this. And, that, sure. and it was supposed to be like this big twist reveal or whatever. And I just didn't feel anything except annoyance about it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm on your side. I'm just playing devil's advocate, and I think that's yeah. where we're going a lot, especially now with Disney and these new streaming services, where they're going to have, you know, they're going to have Loki shows and stuff, but they're going to mention like it's going to happen. It's going to be so. weird. Yeah. If yeah. Also, Ray Park looks super puffy. I don't know. I was up with that. I'm like, that's not Ray Park. Can't be because it looked like his face was 20 all like... years later, man. I know. We all look puffy. I know. That's what I'm saying. Legs. Like <laughs> that. That made me sad. Because <laughs> he's like this badass motherfucker in real life, but even you know, time makes fools of us all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. By the way, in that scene, did you guys notice the idol from Indiana Jones? No, I, I didn't. I was reading the trivia about that. I actually would have appreciated oh, that if I'd either. seen it. Yeah, I missed it too. Yeah. All right, uh, where are we at here? My number two or Alex's? Yeah, Alex's number two. My number two Jesus. is. The artwork that went into the movie is phenomenal. Oh my God. I like the design of the, the ship, uh, the speeders, uh, all the. Uh, you know what? I don't know. <laughs> I meant to say speeder. Okay. I like I like the design of the speeder. That was pretty cool. We get it. Like you a, like the speeder. Yeah, asymmetric design. The thing that was chasing him—that was a big block, but it also had dogs. You know. In the middle and everything. And he mahoneyed it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Thank oh, you for reminding honey. me. He he almost sexually mahoneyed it through the narrow hallway, just like Jackie Chan. <laughs> almost. Yeah. yeah. 
uh, yeah, the set design was great. The old timey computers, all most of all the holograms except for that last one. Uh, the vertical ship that was also a nightclub. <laughs> it was really stupid, but I still liked it. <laughs> um, all the creatures, everything felt except for the giant tentacle monster. All the creatures and whatnot. Felt like Star Wars creatures, Star Wars really? aliens. So just to go back, you had no problem with Lady Proxima. I didn't. <laughs> she was a gross, like mob boss. I mean, it was stupid that she just had a window, like with tinfoil on it, that kept the sun out. That was <laughs> yeah, dumb. Just put, <laughs> she couldn't afford it. She just put a foil from the window to keep. The yeah. Window. yeah. But I like those guys. Plus the ones that you know they had the full covering masks on, and that's how they got around in the daylight. Uh, plus what other creature that I really like? Oh, no. Uh, shout outs to, uh, freckled redhead girl that was in Destiny Armor. Okay. In Fist Nest. Mm-hmm. Did you, I guys, like that. Did you guys, did you guys spot Weasel? Weasel? Did. Hey, Weasel. And Warwick David. Yeah. That's Weasel. Did you guys see, uh, Two Tubes? I don't know what that I is. I don't know his name. The the guy who was in Rogue One that like was taking the taking the the pilot the uh, Riz Ahmed's character to see that guy oh god damn it I forgot who what Forrest Whitaker's character and he's being taken the guy had two tubes hanging out of his like, mouth soul something I don't know anyway he's one of the renegades uh, with her okay I just realized who Riz Ahmed was uh. by the way. Because I watched yeah. all of Venom, and I was like, this guy looks familiar. Okay, now I know where I know him. Thank you, Jeff. You're welcome. <laughs> I guess he's fucking everything now, by the way. Yeah, I heard he was on that show on HBO that was really good, but I never watched it. I, that, <laughs> that one show. That one show. Yeah, I know. Man. It was like a miniseries or something. All right. Uh, anything else on the on the characters? There's no, the, yeah, the, I like... 99% of all the visuals. They were great. Agree right. to disagree. Mm-hmm. Um, I did, like I said, I did. There's a couple I have two likes. I like the Infus Nest little gang thing, the way they looked. That looked Star Wars to me. And then when they all took their helmets, I, I didn't like the fact that they were another rebellion or whatever, but I just like the... Mm-hmm. I just like the way they looked. It looked Star Warsy to me, so I dug it. I, I, I don't know how to say it. Very simple when it comes to stuff like that. I'm looking for some positives here, folks. Yeah. So what? Uh, why? Why? So she looked like she was like 17. How could she possibly have like this long running feud with Woody Harrelson? I don't know, but Princess Leia was like 18, and no, oh, mm-hmm. wow. And she grew up to be Mon Mothma. <laughs> Infant's nest. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Yeah. I know. I mean, Just grew up, cut her hair short, uh, lost her face, put, <laughs> put on a moo-moo. Put on a moo She was wearing a moo-moo. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, God. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I dug them, I guess. And, um, yeah. <laughs> they were okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm looking at the cast now, like, as much as I love Amelia Clark, her character was pretty lame. I think it's the first time uh, we brought her up, other than yeah. to say Kira every once in a while. Yeah. And she, well, you mentioned her fighting, yeah. but yeah. And uh, Paul Bettany's character was pretty terrible. 
just all forgettable. Like that's the thing is like yeah. it wasn't that they were bad. They're just all forgettable. Uh, mm-hmm. So forgettable. Well, I'll say that that the Alden Aldrich, whatever his oh, Eric Enrich, whatever you say his name, Aaron Reich, Aaron Reich, Alan Alda. He was fine. Like yeah, I got nothing against him. Yeah, I wasn't like oh he ruined the movie or anything. I was just like yeah, that's that's basically what it is. It's just. Like when you hire a guy who's what is he twenty eight or something twenty six to play a thirty year old Harris? I mean Harrison Ford was thirty when he had Star Wars. Like it doesn't make sense. Like, yeah. Anyway, yeah. all right. Yeah. Uh, number one, Scott. Number one, the unslick heist. So there's there's basically <laughs> three heists they pull off in this, and uh, two of them there's not like even a twist to them. They just fucking go and do it. And, like, shit happens, and it was just so unfun. Like, that could have been, like, the one thing that that, they could, that the movie could have hung its hat on, other than, you know, the constant references and uh, how Han Solo became Han Solo. Mm-hmm. Was like, you, know who, go- you know who could, who could have made this movie super fun? Lord and Miller. I was, uh, was going to say... Uh, um, <laughs> fuck. I can't think right now. Uh, Irving Kirshner. Yes, that works too. Uh, <laughs> uh, my favorite directors. Um, Steven Spielberg. No. Uh, God damn it. Uh, Harold Edgar, Ramis. Edgar Wright. Edgar Wright, thank you. Yeah, there he could have gone from Ant-Man to this. And they probably got fired from this too. Yeah. <laughs> he probably would have. Uh because he would have told what's his face. No, the script is stupid, just like uh, Lord and Miller did. Yeah, so, so you get the first heist, and just this big clusterfuck, and they're all idiots. Like, like how are they? How are they ever successful? Like you, like you pointed out earlier, Jeff, uh, Tandy Newton just blows herself up. <laughs> like that's her first. Like, well, no other options. I'm just gonna blow myself up. Yeah, she's guess I'll die. Heist. Yeah, she only <laughs> brings one gun. I was like, what? Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna set it up so that we have like two minutes to go detach this train, and if anything happens, we're fucked. Like, and then and then Woody Harrelson's like super pissed off at uh, at Han Solo afterward. He's like, "You never listen." I'm like, "What? What part didn't he listen to? We did everything he was supposed to do, and then improvised when things went sideways. Like, why was he so pissed off at him? Like, I don't get it." Uh, yeah, he was just. I, mean, I know. I, I get why he was p- pissed in general, but. Yeah, it's just like... But, but like he was telling them, like, you never listen. It didn't make any sense to me. But anyways, it was just like, there was no planning. They just did it. And how are they going to pull that heist off without Han and Chewie anyway? Yeah, yeah. Like, the whole point, the whole time, they're like, oh, we <laughs> yeah, don't need them. that's true. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. Like, you know what? And Magnum P.I., you know what? We could use some extra Wookiee muscle. Yeah. So that's... Yeah, <laughs> exactly, Jeff. Yeah. It's a, it's a very good point. And then... And then they do the the Kessel thing, and it was just like, that's their plan. They're gonna go in there and take out this whole command center. Like, well, they weren't gonna take it out. It's just, just typical L3's like Star dies. Wars, like logic, where the enemy is just wildly incompetent. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, again, there's no like twist there. Um, you know, I guess there's one moment of tension where is you know Chewbacca gonna come back or not, and he does. Um, and then, uh, and then the final, like, uh, double cross, triple cross, whatever. 
It's like, yeah, you saw that coming. Like, it was just poorly set up, and I don't know, just again, all the all the, like the crime stuff they could have gotten into in this was just, like the the worst parts, like the most boring parts. Um, it, that that I think is the the movie's biggest crime of all. Like, yeah, I can roll my eyes at all of the the callbacks and um, like how Jeff said it didn't feel like Star Wars for a lot of it, but they still could have had like a cool like heist thing going for it, and they they did not at all. Like all the all the crime stuff they're getting up to was not interesting. Mm-hmm. So that's my number one is they really fucked up the heist, which could have been like the the thing that made the movie good. All right, Alex, number one. My number one is kind of along those lines, Scott. That I like the general idea that uh, the direction that this movie was taking, where we're seeing. Not necessarily Han Solo, but we're seeing the seedy underbelly, the mobs, the different cartels and stuff of Star Wars. And uh, this movie is the most far removed from, you know, Rebels, Empire, Jedi, lightsaber bullshit that's in every other movie that has to be in every other movie and TV series nowadays. And uh, I like that they uh, kept that to a minimum, I guess. As far as Star Wars movies go, and show, and tried to show us another side of the galaxy. Okay, I I, I see what you're saying. How, I, how it could be like novel for someone that was really mm-hmm. into Star Wars. Um, like uh, what was it? Uh, uh, Star Wars thirteen thirteen. The first of many games that got canceled yeah. when Disney took over, mm-hmm. which would have been awesome. A prison. A prison, like, lockdown thing as a video game in the Star Wars universe? Yeah, fucking badass. I, I, will, so, I will say, Alex, though, that the, the at least for me, the best part of of Rogue One was at the end when Vader shows up. No, agreed. That, because, that part was yeah. fucking awesome. Up until, up until then, yeah, no lightsabers, no force, which is part of what made that movie good. It's because they kept it, like, there was nothing. It was barren devoid of all that stuff until the very end so it made it special plus that it was Darth Vader and he was actually you know in character just killing fools mercilessly left and right yeah, that's like, that's that seems like the icing on the cake right it was yeah. still a good movie up until that point and it just finished it off perfectly yeah agreed and yeah this movie just the blueprints you can see in the, in this movie that there's a better movie in there if they would have just let it out. And yeah, like you said, the heist, I wanted them to be really cool. And like most of this movie, it fell flat. But I didn't hate this movie. I appreciate it. So what I was going to say, when this movie ended, I was like, this was pretty bad. But I like, I thought what, I, what they were setting up, I would enjoy. Some kind of more criminal underground, whether it's Darth Maul's leading it, Amelia Clark's part of it, Han Solo made another stupid line. I heard there's this gangster in Tatooine who's got to deal whatever. But at least that would get us into the more criminal underworld and stuff. Like I was kind of looking that scene like it could be interesting. Yeah, Boba Fett TV series. Yeah, I don't want. Like I said, I wouldn't mind seeing Han and Boba Fett in a show like a, a few scenes. I just don't want a whole Boba Fett movie because it'll be awful. But I don't want anything anymore. <laughs> a Han and Boba Fett in a buddy cop movie. Yeah. So, <laughs> so 
Okay, Disney, you can you can pay me later for this idea. All right. But when they launch their their new Disney Plus, here's what they need to do. You pick like scenes that like happen off screen that you know last like I don't know ten fifteen minutes and film the shit out of them. Like throw like it's a full budget movie. Like get like different like famous directors to put their touch on it, put their spin on it, and then just poop out like a few of those like a year. So be like, okay, here's the Battle of Tanab, or <laughs> whatever the fuck, like with Lando. Oh, yeah, That'd like be cool. like film that, and that that whole thing can be like again, like 15 minutes long. Uh, show what happens between uh, the end of uh, New Hope and when uh, um, Empire starts up again. Like, what did what did Darth Vader do in between then? How did he get back to the Empire? Like, what you know, what did the Emperor say to him when he got back? Like, again, make it. 15, 20 minutes. That way, if you fuck it up, it's not like you're ruining the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Plus, that would be super fucking easy because there's already shit written. I'm sure either comic books or uh, regular novels about all that stuff. They can just pick and choose like the best parts. Yeah, show show when Luke and Leia bone after the end of Empire. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> first of all, they'll... They'll never use material done because uh, authors and comic book writers can't write. You have to get movie people to make good stories. Oh, yeah. To Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And uh, B, I don't like your idea, Scott, unless it's... Uh, <laughs> Tell me what you really it's think. It's like one, one, or, you know, one source. I don't want Quentin Tarantino's take and then this guy's take and then this guy's take. I, 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 don't, I don't want that. No, I guess you're saying there would have to be some... Consistency. But also, Darth Vader lost his Emperor took Vader's other hand for uh, the Death Star, with for uh, losing the first Death Star. Timothy Zahn wrote that. Okay. So it's it's yeah. Uh, show that shit. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hire mm-hmm. Edgar Wright. <laughs> Let yep. him work on it for five years, then fire. Yeah, him. exactly. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, my number one, I'll end on a high note. I did like when Han got to sit in the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon for the very first time. I think they, they shot that well, him sitting in. He sat into it. We've seen him sit in it many times, kind of like, you know, stepping over it and kind of getting there for a quick rushed reason. But him, the look on his face of joy and, and you know, I'm going to be a pilot, which I think he says a million times in the movie. But finally yeah. seeing him and sitting in the cockpit, I did like that. Um, added... Bonus, even it was a stupid joke, I did giggle a little bit when uh, Kira is the co-pilot and she sucks and then Chewie tells her what to do and just does it. And then he's like, yeah, okay. And then Chewbacca becomes the co-pilot. I, I did like that. As terrible as it was done, seeing those two in the cockpit of the Falcon for the first <laughs> time gave me little, a little bit of happiness. Chewbacca is my co-pilot. Mm-hmm. There you go. It's true. So that's me ending on a high note. It did not overcome the rest of this movie, but Neem Noob is my co-pilot. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. All right, we're running way long yeah, here. So any, uh, I don't even want to do honorable mentions. We pretty much nailed everything. So let's rate it real quick. As usual, we rate this on a scale of one to seven. One being poop, seven being perfect. Uh, Scott, why don't you go ahead and lead us off here? Um, so. You- kind of tough so i didn't hate this movie despite my my bitter list um but i didn't think it was particularly good 
think its biggest you know sin again is just being forgettable um and with the the kind of built in story to go on with it that they failed on uh, I gotta give this a three okay um I just went back and searched what I gave last jedi I gave last jedi a three. Same thing. Three. It's not worse than Last Jedi, and it's not better. So, three. I was generous. I gave Last Jedi a no, three. I'd, I'd say this is yeah. better. I'd say this is better than Last Jedi. But yes. But a whole extra... In retrospect, Point yeah. better? Like nah, whole, that's like... that's a hard... I don't remember what I gave Last Jedi. Did I give it a three? I can go luck with that. Yeah, I, I would think... give it... I would give that a... Ugh. Well, you did. Let's see. I can look it up here. What did I give it? A six, probably. You probably gave it a five, <laughs> yeah, because you're Alex. <laughs> anyway, Alex, what do you give this movie? Uh, this one's middle of the road for me, so I'll give it a four. Okay. Yeah, oh. bland. I didn't hate it. I don't think it deserves all the hate that it got. Thanks, Last Jedi, for ruining this also. But also, thanks, Ron Howard and Disney, for ruining, the, ruining Solo. Uh, but yeah. All right, so last Jedi was Scott three, Jeff three, Alex four. Ugh, you changed mine to three. No, <laughs> for last Jedi. So at, stick with your... at least last Jedi had like memorable shit in it, but for the wrong reasons. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say. Yeah. All right, uh, real quick, Alex knows sports. Uh, that sports team won the Super Bowl. Yeah, so we're recording this before the Super Bowl, so we don't know who's going to win. Uh, hopefully the Rams won. Yay, yeah, Rams, the Rams win. Yeah. EA. EA did the simulation on EA Boards. And, uh, yeah, the Rams won. So place your bets. I hope, or I hope you did. Uh, hopefully we'll have some good trailers released during the Super Bowl. We can talk about those next week. Ooh, yeah. We'll see. Oh, my Shazam uh, trailer is probably going to be the only one. Endgame. Okay. They're going right. to have an Endgame spot. All right, so cool. I heard no Star Wars, but yeah, I did hear some couple Marvel movies, so and DC. So all right, uh, it's time for Neem News. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah. All right, running really late, so I'm just gonna say, uh, is there anything you want to talk about, Alex? Nope. All right, uh, Jeff. Um. No. All right, so just <laughs> one piece of news for me then, real quick. Uh, there's been news of a Morbius movie. Um, in the, uh, I guess this is still Marvel, uh, but for those who are unaware, it's one of Spider-Man's, I don't know if it's Rogue's Gallery, but a character in the Spider-Man stories, but basically a vampire, um, supposedly going to be starring Jared Leto and one of the doctors, uh, Matt Smith, I believe, as the bad guy for whatever, I don't know what that is, but. Uh, so again, they they have not Sony's not given up on the Spider-Man spinoffs. Um, I guess everybody wants that Deadpool movie. Uh, they have never quite got it. Uh, yeah, I don't know. They got Venom. Maybe if they get this guy in there, they make their own stupid Suicide Squad based on the Spider-Man stuff. Who knows? <laughs> Sinister Six. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I kind of squandered that. But, uh, mm-hmm. Yep. That, that's basically my. Want to talk about because I can't do news without talking something Marvel. Uh, <laughs> so I think that's it then for the week. 
for the podcast. All right. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody, and may the force be with you. Beep, boop, boop. We at Hans Shop First would like to thank you for listening and supporting the podcast. We would love to hear from you, so feel free to contact us on Facebook and Twitter at Hans Shop First. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. Reviews are greatly appreciated and help us get more exposure. Once again, thanks for listening and supporting the podcast. Who's in charge? Kathleen Turner?